fresh word with Reverend Today Amosu. Welcome to Fresh Word. The time we live in is a critical time. And it's very easy today to surrender, to just go with the flow. So today, I want you to determine to live. I know you may think that I'm talking about just being alive biologically. I don't mean that. That's just existence. Your metabolism is running, your heart is beating, your lungs are breathing, and you are eating and drinking and moving around. That's existence. But I'm asking you to live. You know, Jesus said, I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. And there are forces, there are obstacles, there are barriers that want to keep you from living and living to the full. But you have to do something. Yeah, God is going to help you, but you have to have that determination in you to live. Let me give you an instance in the Bible. It's a man that was blind from birth. His blindness made him not to live well. He was barely existing. Became a beggar on the road in Jericho. So one day, Christ was passing by. He couldn't see, but he had a stampede. And he asked what was going on. He said, the prophet Jesus was passing by, Jesus of Nazareth. He began to cry out, have mercy on me. Or in other words, I want to leave. And the crowd tried to suffocate him out. They asked him to keep quiet. I was too noisy, was too lousy. But you know what he did? He was determined to leave. He chose to leave. So he cried out the more, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Guess what happened next? Jesus stopped. When he stopped, he asked him be brought to him. And then the crowd now said, Be of good cheer. He's asking you to come. The master is calling for you. God of threw away his begging garments and walked up to Jesus. Imagine a blind man walking up to somebody he couldn't see. That was his determination to leave. To go beyond just barely existing on the road begging all through life. How long are you going to beg circumstances, beg people and beg favors? It's time for you to live life to the full. You can see where you are going. You can go where you see. But him was the blind one couldn't do that. So Jesus brought him near. And you know what Jesus asked him? <clears throat> he said, what can I do for you? <laughs> what can I do for you? The man said, Lord, I want to live. As far as he was concerned, life was sight. If you could see it, you could go for it. Jesus said, According to your faith, his eyes popped open. Go your way, follow Jesus in the way. What a life. What a beautiful life. A life that refused to be banded and limited and stopped. A life that got up in spite 
for the odds against it. Rising up and go for life. Will you? You know, David said, I shall not die, but I will live and declare the works of the Lord. He didn't say, I will merely exist. He said, I'll have fainted. If I not believe, I will see the Lord's goodness in the land of the living. Yeah, that's it. Actually, living is seeing God's goodness. Living is accepting and embracing the goodness of God. That's why the psalmist said, the Lord will give grace and glory and he will not withhold anything good from them that walk uprightly. It's time to get up and walk uprightly so you can see grace and glory. Determine to live. Make your choice deep within you to live. Not to merely exist. And know today's world is crowding you in. Pushing you to a corner. Making you difficult to breathe. And to live. You think so much pressure being overwhelmed. But let the lion of Judah roar through you. Determined to live. Say to yourself out loud, I determined to live. I don't just want merely to exist. I want to live. Okay. Let's see what you can do if you determine to live. What steps will we take? You know, sometimes we don't want to live because of the errors and regrets and consequences of our past. What do we do? We learned that from Apostle Paul. You know, supposed to go to Rome by the way of the sea. And when they got into the boat, and to the sheep, Paul told them, he said, this is going to be dangerous to us. But the captain and the owner of the ship determined to move. And they seemed to have their way because the weather was favorable for a while. Then the storm arose, battering, beating them to a pop. It was so bad. They had to start throwing everything in the ship into the water. Listen to this. Acts 27 verse 18. Excuse me. And because we were exceedingly tempest toast, the next day they lightened the ship. That means they were throwing what was essentially on the ship out into the sea just to make the ship a little bit lighter. Tempest toast exceedingly. Storms of life. Have they beaten you too much? Exceedingly tempest toast. And you began to drop things off. You began to drop your responsibilities. You begin to withdraw from real life. Listen to this, verse 19. On the third day, we threw the ship's tackle overboard with our own hands. Now listen to verse 20. Now when neither sun nor stars appear for many days, and no small tempest beat on us. All hope that we will be saved was finally given up. All hope that we will have life and continue and not die. And just merely exist in the hands of the storms. 
was finally given up. You know, you can surrender to the storms of life, the economic storms, the marital storms, societal storms, political storms, and just go with the flow. You won't see much that way. The goodness of God won't flow there. You can ask David that. David could have surrendered through all the storms that came his way from Saul, from people, from deceivers, from traitors. Could have surrendered to the storms of life, but he refused. Said that, believe I will see the Lord's goodness in the land of the living. You know, sun, stars didn't appear for many days. And no small tempest or storm beat on us. See that? No help anywhere. More struggle. More storm. More pain. More sorrow. Will you surrender? He said, all hope that will be saved was finally given up. See, hope is the thread of life. One more time. Hope the thread of life. When you give it up, you can sew the dress for living. I love this. Look at Act 27 verse 21. But after a long abstinence from food, then Paul stood in the midst of them and said, Men, you should have listened to me and not have sailed from Crete and incurred this disaster and loss. You know, sometimes life could be very rough because we didn't pay heed, we didn't listen, we didn't attend to what we should attend to. And we, so much, we suffered damage and loss. But should that stop life? Listen to what he said next. Acts 27 verse 22. And now I urge you to take heart for there will be no loss of life among you but only of the sheep. Now listen to this. Verse 23. For there stood by me this night an angel of God to whom I belong and whom I serve saying, do not be afraid, Paul. You must be brought before Caesar. And indeed, God has granted you all those who sail with him. Therefore, take out men, for I believe God that it will be just as he was told me. However, we must run aground, certain island. You know, Paul, if you want to leave, Paul did what to do. When If you want to leave, he went seeking God. He belonged to God and he served God. Guess what happened? He said, God sent a message through his messenger. And he said, Paul, you will get to your destination. Not only that, God has given you all those who are with you. See, if you're going to get up, you're going to rescue many others. You're going to touch many lives. If you do lie down, surrender, and barely exist, just be one of the numbers leaving no impact. So what do you do? So to the, take heart, man. Be courageous. Be undaunted. Be said, For I believe God that it will be just as he was told me. Oh yeah. See, that's faith there. The just shall live by faith. Doubting will make you merely exist. Living at the backside of shadows. That's what doubt do. But faith brings you up to the atmosphere of evidence, clarity, 
and God's direction. So he said, I believe God that it will be just as he was told me. Whoa. He said, however, we must run a grand starting our land. Yeah. You may run a grand, but you're going to leave because you believe. Let me close on this note. Romans chapter 8. We're going to read some verses there that will kind of speak to us deeply and encourage us to break beyond mere existence and live and truly live indeed. How do we do that? Listen to this. Verse 37. Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. What are these things? Listen to this. Verse 35. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? Let's read some Bible that's a little bit interesting that will turn this into another way. Listen to this. I, I, I love how this sound to, to really encourage you. From verse that we just read, it said, Troubles, pressures, and problems are unable to come between us and heaven's love. What about persecutions, deprivations, dangers, death threats? For they are all impotent to hinder omnipotent love. Even though it is written, all day long we face death for your sake. We are considered to be nothing more than sheep to be slaughtered. Listen to this. That seventh verse, Passion Bible. Yet, even in the midst of all these things, we triumph over them all. For God has made us to be more than conquerors. And His demonstrated love is our glorious victory over everything. And finally, you see this. So now live with the confidence that there's nothing in the universe with the power to separate us from God's love. I'm convinced that His love will triumph over death, life's troubles, fallen angels, or dark rulers in the heavens. There is nothing in our present or future circumstances that can weaken His love. There's no power above us or beneath us, no power that could ever be found in the universe that can distance us from God's passionate love which is lavished upon us through our Lord Jesus, the anointed one. So, let's go live on this love, determined to live and live more abundantly. God bless you.